have kids, they said. It will be fun, they said. Who the heck are they anyway? As moms, we sacrifice a lot for our families, our time, our health, our wallets, our identity, friendships, personal care, and of course, our beloved sleep. Motherhood is a crazy ride, one that is not meant to be braved alone. It takes a village, right? Well, your village is here. I'm your host, Sabrina Greer, and every week I'll be diving into the gray areas of motherhood with some very special guests. This is not the highlight reel, but the real deal. So reheat that cup of coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready for the reminder that you've got this, mama. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to You've Got This Mama, the podcast, and I'm beyond excited about today's guest because Chris used to be my coach, my first ever coach that I've ever had. And anyone who listens to the show knows that I'm a huge proponent of coaches having coaches. So yes, it all started with Chris, Chris Atley, Uh who's here today. So hi. I love that. Thank you so much for having me. Just an honor to be here and to witness everything that you've been creating. Well, thank you. It's so exciting to have you here. And it's just so nice to hear your voice and I can see your face. Nobody else is going to be able to, but it's so nice to see your face and have you on the show. So I'm going to formally introduce you and then we'll dive right in and chat. Awesome. Chris is an award-winning coach, a TEDx speaker, and best-selling author. She's been featured in so many places, in so many media outlets, including Bloomberg Radio, Fox, ABC, and Manhattan Neighborhood Network. So cool and so awesome and such an honor to have you here. So thanks for joining us today, Chris. And uh, Thank you so much. This is awesome. And I, I just love your whole focus, so I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, I love that, you know, everyone that listens to the show knows that I sort of like ask my guests beforehand what they want to chat about, you know, what their area of genius is. And I love that you mentioned self-care because I am such a huge supporter of it. And I think in motherhood specifically, you know, I preach it all the time, how important self-care is, but I I think there's still a disconnect around what self-care really is. Mm. You know, a lot of moms think like, oh, well, I can't, I don't have time to go to the spa. That's not self-care, right? Right. And, and how, how they can make time for that. So I love this conversation. We've had it a lot on the show, but I, I don't think it's ever going to be enough because we need to just keep hammering that into every mom's <laughs> mind until it becomes non-negotiable. Right? It's like, so true. Yeah. I think I'm convinced it's my life lesson because just when you think you've got it all going on, you kind of let it slide and it's like, oh shoot, no, this is when I feel my best. I need to get back and what do I need? Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm right there with everyone. It's um, I am convinced it's almost as important as breathing because you just feel so much better, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think like it is breathing, right? Sometimes self-care, it's as simple as just taking some deep breaths, meditation, taking a pause, taking a few moments because, you know, I just had a conversation the other day with a wonderful mom who is so unbelievably overwhelmed with life and she knows who she is. She's probably listening right now, but you know, it's, it's so hard to separate what self-care means sometimes and, and just really take that time. So for me, you know, I love nature for me, just like taking a five minute walk outside, taking in the fresh air, some deep breaths. It's really just 
time by yourself, right? When you're a mom, you've got little people like clinging on you at all times. Like you, you need a space <laughs> away from them. What, what would your definition of self-care, what are some of your self-care go-tos? Yeah, I love this because it's, um, I think it is kind of a hot buzzword right now. So it can be hard to really think what it is. Is it something beyond, you know, like you said, the spa or a manicure or pedicure and all of those things are amazing too, but really it's the way I've come to see it is it's about honoring yourself and doing things that make you happy and doing things that make you feel more at peace and relaxed and calm. And it's essentially, you know, being able to fill up your cup in that way first so that we do have more to give to other people. And, you know, I think really it might sound cheesy, but it kind of comes down to self-love and really just appreciating and honoring ourselves enough to give ourselves that time, right? Where, and it could be anything, like you said, it could be breathing, it could be a walk in nature, um, I do a morning practice before everybody in the house gets up. I recently added a heating pad. I'm like, this is luxurious. Why have I not been <laughs> doing this? Right. But it's like the simplest things, um, or it could be bigger things. You know, it could be a spa. It could be, you know, whatever that looks like. And maybe that's a treat once in a while. Um, but if there's, you know, things we can find on the daily that really, just make us feel good it, it just sets the tone for the day or something to return to if we're having a stressful day absolutely and it's funny so in my coaching practice with my clients and in my programs and this probably stemmed from you at some point in our conversations <laughs> in the past i make sure that all of my clients they actually put it into their calendar yes. like an appointment that they cannot break because yes would you break a, one of your child's doctor's appointments for no reason, right? Like, it's so important that if you schedule it in and treat it as an appointment, uh, let your family know, put it in the calendar, let them yes. know what's happening. Like sometimes it has to be that scheduled when you're a mom because, you know, life is busy and there's a lot of things going on and there's a lot of distractions, but if everyone's on the same page, then they understand. So, you know, for, sure. for me, it's, it's a lot of writing. So I have my writing time, mm -hmm. you know, that's mom's time and she's going to write and the kids know about it and they know to be quiet, whatever it is. And that's my, my space and my time. And that's my appointment. Aww. I do not break with myself unless of course, you know, there's an emergency or something, then we still have to give ourselves grace in those moments where we sure. can't, we can't change what's happening and we have to be able to be flexible. But I think for the most part, like if it's scheduled in, it's happening. <laughs> it's so true. I love that. And then you're making that commitment to yourself and setting yourself as a priority, right? Not leaving it till the end of the day. That's what I used to do. Actually, I would leave it till the end of the day. I love reading, you know, anything personal development wise. And I would leave that till the end of the day. Well, then I'd be so exhausted right? By the time we put the kids down, this is when they were younger too, but put them down and I'd fall right asleep after reading a page yeah. or two, right? And then I remember my own coach, right? I love this like from a whole long <laughs> line of coaches yeah. on the self-care, um, you know, it was like, why don't you do it in the morning? And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this was kind of before like morning success routines even existed and everyone was talking about it. So it was like, 
you know, kind of a foreign thing. And I thought, oh my gosh, yeah, that makes total sense. I love being up in the morning. And once I switched it, it made all the difference. So, and the other thing was, I found I was racing the bedtime routine because I was trying to get to my time alone, my self-care, right? And then it was never enough. And then I'd feel resentful. And then I would rush through it the next day trying to get to it. Once I switched it to the morning, it made all the difference because I had that time to myself. I could be leisurely, you know, with a coffee. Um, and then, you know, it really set the foundation for the day. And then I was good later on. I wasn't trying to rush through everything to get to it. Yeah. I love that. My, I have such a powerful morning routine as well. And it, it's, it starts early. <laughs> I yeah. get it. So here's the roadblocks I hear from a lot of the mamas that I talk to. Well, I can't do that because my kids are up too early. Mm-hmm. I can't do that because my kids are up too late and I'm exhausted in the morning. Um, you know, I can't do that because I'll wake the kids up, right? There's all of these, I'm not a morning person. I hear that one a lot. So you know, I, I coach on this a lot too, because it really did. It was the game changer for me as well, switching everything Mm. to the morning because you are tired at night and that's okay. It's okay to go to bed a little bit earlier and use that extra sleep so that you can wake up earlier and have a powerful morning routine. Cause it really, it's, it's such a game changer, but what would you tell the moms who you know, are up against those same roadblocks that I just mentioned. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it depends where your kids are at too, right? If they're littler, it might be more of a challenge. I'm just thinking back because mine are 13 Mm. and 10 right now. So it's a little bit different. Um, When they were, and I do want to say my self care journey started when my son was just a couple months old, my firstborn. And this is when I got into self-care. So it's 100% possible. You just have to make it work for your own life, right? Um, I used to go and walk the dog in the morning and my husband would be on for breakfast. So I remember that. So it's like working with your spouse or your partner as well and letting them know your own needs. And if it's a walk in nature, I used to start my day all the time with walking the dog. And that was kind of my big thing. Um, so, you know, I think it's in that meant leaving the house. So that's kind of where I'm going with that. If that's yeah. what you need to do, cause it's just too hard then make yourself get out there for a walk in nature. If you like walks in nature, but I think it's whatever works for you. Um, I love getting up in the morning. If you're really not a morning person, then do it at night, you know, like just, there's no right or wrong. I think it's yeah. just whatever works for you trying to get it in. I remember my husband and I trading off too once a week where, you know, he would have either an evening or like a Saturday, um, you know, some alone time and he would get to play the guitar and do whatever it was for him. Um, and then I would also have that time because yeah, the kids are just so much more hands on when they're littler (laughs) and, but there's definitely ways to get around it. And I think it's just having that support. If you're a single parent, you know, maybe you can trade off with another mom or, you know, maybe there's a relative in town or you could hire a sitter for a couple hours, you know, whatever that looks like to make sure you're getting that time in for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I started doing a while ago, my kids are now finally knock on wood. They're finally sleeping through the night. So my youngest is three and he was not 
what I would call a good sleeper ever. Uh, Which that makes very it recently. so much harder. Oh, it yeah. is. It's, it's very hard. And I love the mornings. But what I, one thing I did start doing was because I couldn't physically or possibly wake up before him because he was waking at like three, four, you know, Oof. five was late for him. Yeah. So, you know, I wasn't going to set my alarm for midnight and <laughs> no scared then. So it, it seemed a bit, you know, redundant in, in all of it. So I started involving him and it was really powerful, you know, in involving him in meditation and affirmations and gratitude and even though he was he's just a baby he doesn't really understand what's happening but like getting into that routine of watching me do something for myself Aww. then he, you know it was it was a really interesting experience and it was it was powerful for the short time that it actually worked yeah, <laughs> but that and it, that's awesome like just making it work so i was going to say i love that you um you made that work for you because it just was too hard with the sleep schedule, right? And sleep is everything. I mean, that's the biggest self-care one probably, right? Is making sure we get enough sleep. And then how can we add in little things after that? And I'm just even thinking during nap time or, you know, whatever that looks like, if they're playing and, you know, watching a video or something like that, like getting it in wherever you can. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. So we kind of jumped right in to self-care, which I love because it's, it's one of my favorite topics, but we didn't really talk much about you. So I'd love for you to sort of, yeah, we had the Coles notes at the beginning, but I'd love to hear a little bit more about what you do and your practice and, you know, who you serve and, you know, all about you. And then, okay. yeah, <laughs> because you've got like quite the resume. So I'd love uh, to learn more. Uh, well, I basically do business mindset coaching, I would call it, and speaking. And I say mindset because I've just come to learn through working through my own issues and working with many entrepreneurs from all different, you know, walks of life and different industries how important the mindset piece is, right? We can have the strategy, but if we don't have the proper mindset or abundant mindset, I guess I would say, to go with it, then the strategies just aren't gonna work. And so that's why I focus a lot on, you know, what our thoughts are, what our beliefs are deep down that are dictating how we're showing up, how we're making decisions, and therefore what action we're taking or not taking. Um, so that people really can create their big lifestyle dreams, their big business dreams. Um, a lot of people, when I work with them one-on-one, -on -one, end up moving, probably because I had a big move. Um, and, you know, they're kind of granted permission. Um, but, I, you know, we were saying before we hopped on here live that um, just seeing what you've created is amazing. And that's really what I love to see is people stepping into living their total ideal lifestyle and dreams and just kind of removing the obstacles that hold them back. And it's usually a mindset thing. Of course, the strategy is important, but um, the mindset is just so huge. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And, you know, it, that's absolutely what it was for me. It was a mindset shift that needed to take place because, you know, and I find this a lot with moms, especially moms of young children, you know, we get stuck in the mindset that we're just a mom. That's it. That we're just a mom right now. And there's no space for anything else because it is so all consuming and it is so overwhelming. And I was totally there. 
you know, mm-hmm. I was, I was just a, I was just a mom, you know, I had, I stopped working because I had to be home with my kids and, you know, I can't possibly find time to do anything else between changing diapers and folding laundry and cleaning house and cooking meals and blah, 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 blah. Right. So I always call that like the invisible mother load because it is, nobody really sees that on the outside, you know, that infamous saying like the husband comes home and goes, what did you do all day? <laughs> or it's like, well, you know, here's the list of the 10,000 things. So for me, it was just switching out of that mindset that, no, I'm not just a mom. I'm a mom and I'm an awesome mom, but I can do so much more. And all of the things that I want to do, writing, helping other people, coaching other people, all of that stuff was inside of me. I just had to switch my mindset to bring it to the surface. And now I get to pay that forward too. And I'm helping other, other mamas do the same. So which is so awesome. I just love that. Yeah. And just giving yourself permission to do what you really wanted to do and love to do. And, and then now you've made it all happen, which is so amazing. So fun. And I, I absolutely love what I do and I, I couldn't ask for more, right? It's just so good. <laughs> so a lot of your work, um, you just launched a podcast, right? Yes. So that's exciting. Can you tell us yeah. a bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so my journey, my personal development journey really started with watching the movie, The Secret. So way back when, I guess 12 or 13 years ago now, and studying those principles, how our thoughts create our reality, which is kind of what led me into coaching and then led me into studying belief systems because it was like, why isn't this working for everyone? What's blocking people from really, you know, being able to, to create their dreams. And I read so many things, um, uh, which was so exciting, but I was actually led to a course in miracles, which for me has been the biggest, um, just the most important, you know, course, I guess I could have studied. And so my best friend and I are in California and we uh, were from outside of Toronto area. (laughs) We grew up together and now we're in the same town in California. And we have been studying this course for years and we have been applying it to our lives and talking about it and studying it. And we just thought, you know what, it would be so much fun to share this with other people, our insights and how we study it and how we learn from it, because it can be a pretty heavy course. And it's, it's a non-denominational, but it does look like a Bible. So it's like, super thick and wordy. And, um, you know, just even my own clients have been wanting to study it and just been, it's been kind of daunting with how big it is. So it's been so much fun. We we've been having the best time putting that out there. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's called one simple truth. If anyone wants to tune in or, you know, it's a course of miracles. So if you want to check that out too. Yeah. So I, I've studied it a little bit and exactly what you said. I just, I found it very overwhelming, you know, very wordy on the, you know, religion slash it's non-denominational as you said, but there's just a lot of 
you know, it uses words that language. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, yeah. At first I, I was thrown off by that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I love that you've made it accessible because I think that's so needed. And, you know, Gabrielle Bernstein does a good job too. And there's, there's a mm -hmm. lot of people that, you know, sort of give the Coles notes in, in their own way and their own teachings. And I, I really love that, but I, I think it's so cool that you've made it really accessible because you don't have that you know, what people refer to as like the super woo or whatever, right? It's <laughs> right. Not, it doesn't, it, it doesn't come across that way. Cause I think that can be really challenging for people who, you know, are new to the personal yeah. development realm. It's like all very overwhelming and the secret is sure. great. And you know, it's a wonderful book and it's a wonderful movie. Um, but yeah, it can all seem a little bit out there if you, yeah. if you haven't had something that's accessible so i highly recommend chris's podcast it's so good oh, and thanks. and yeah and i think been... honestly that's kind of been my lifelong journey or since i got into personal development anyways how to apply it on the practical level you know yeah. so like understanding these higher principles but then how do we actually apply it on a day-to-day -day, you know and how can we create what we want to create move through our own blocks so that's um it's been fun to try to figure it out and to keep figuring it out <laughs> so if you could give some advice to our listeners around how to apply it or you know manifesting or you know these these buzzwords that we hear everywhere but i know i know it's years and years and years of studying that has brought you to where you are now you know if you could sort of narrow that into three practical tips or practices <laughs> i know yeah <laughs> all right no i like it i like the challenge um and if i get off track just let me know um i would say the first one well let's bring it back to self-care first so yeah. of course we need to always get clear on what we want we that's what we want to put out there right believing that it's possible i guess is the first one really believing it's possible and if you don't believe yet then look to somebody else who does believe and has made some incredible things happen because the universe doesn't say like you know sabrina gets to do this but mary over here doesn't right it's there for all of us so just looking at somebody else as a role model if you're not quite there yet with believing it's even possible and kind of surrounding yourself with you know books and things to study and podcasts i mean that's amazing there's so many podcasts now um i wish that was there when i was learning all these things right that's amazing we have access to so much information we can be surrounded by it all the time and the second one i would say is around the subconscious so really getting clear on what your beliefs are deep down so this i've had to dig this out um, helped lots of entrepreneurs do that uh, and if you're not where you want to be there's a belief deep down that's dictating how you're showing up and how you're seeing the world and i know we did a lot of work on that too yeah. And it's so important because we can understand all these things intellectually, um, that it is possible. You know, when I heard the concepts in the secret at first, I knew deep down that was the truth. And I just wanted to learn so much about it. So we can understand it intellectually, but if it's not shifted emotionally and in our subconscious, then we're just not going to create what we want. And just to really like give a really quick example, I know, you know, when I was building my business and I had these big goals and dreams and 
I was saying I wanted to be at a certain level, but deep down, once I started digging these beliefs out around money and success, I, um, realized I thought people with a lot of money were in some way rude or too cool for school. And so I had a value conflict deep down because I didn't want to be that type of person. So success to me equaled arrogance. So without realizing it right on the surface, it was like, yeah, I want to have all these dreams and goals and do this and help all these people and get out there in a big way. But deep down, that's what I believe. So digging out what you really believe about something. So looking at, you know, if you're not quite where you want to be, what is the thinking that's causing you or the feeling that's causing you to be where you are and start to do some work there? Because that's really what blocks us from applying the principles from, you know, the secret and the law of attraction and all of that. And then the third, which I'm going to bring it back to self-care to me, self-care is all about being able to receive. And with the law of attraction, it's about giving and receiving. And it has to be equal. And so many of us, especially moms and women, we're people pleasers. We want to give. We want to help everybody else. But we don't always accept the love, the help, the support for ourselves, right? And we can't receive the opportunities that are literally right in front of our nose if we don't get into the practice of receiving. And so to me, you know, to circle back when we're talking about what self-care really is, it is self-love and it's being able to receive love on that level. So taking the time for ourselves, saying that we're worthy. A lot of people don't feel worthy deep down. That's a big belief that keeps people stuck. Um, and that's what's behind procrastination and, you know, the stories you were talking about and the excuses. It's all that stuff, right? Um, there's a belief going on deep down and we need to step into that place of being able to receive and feel good enough and taking care of ourselves is one of the best things we can do to get into that energy and vibration. So that was a really long answer. Sorry. No, that was a really great answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like what you were saying, it's so amazing that, you know, this information is like just free and available to right? whoever is ready to receive it. So, yeah, that's right. Be ready yeah. to receive the information even. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love, I love that. And I, I think it's so important, the work that you're doing. And um, yeah, I just, I, I really strongly believe that, you know, moms could highly benefit from personal development from, you know, listening to podcasts, from reading books and, you know, studying the course of miracles, whatever it is that whatever sort of it is. You, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever that, you resonated or you yeah. resonate with for sure. And it's like, just, yeah, I love what you said that you're, you know, you're not just a mom, you're our, and that's really comes down to identity, right? We're wrapping our, tying our identity into, you know, that label and we're so much more than that. So just to oh, wow. be able to see that. Well, it's funny that you just said that because my, my program is launching in the new year and there's actually going to be a commercial right here on this podcast and it's called more than just a mama. And oh, that's exactly awesome. It. It's uh, all audio based modules. And so, you know, the busy mom or the mom who doesn't, you know, feel like they're ready for a one-on-one -on -one coach or doesn't have the ability to show up for a time commitment with a group coaching program. This is the program for them. So. Oh, that's have, so great. Yeah. It's going to be really fun and really exciting. So, so powerful. Mm -hmm, yes. So for 
any of our listeners that are just kind of like feeling stuck and have no clue where to get started, what would you say is one way they can just like start right now? Yeah. And that's such a good one because our good question, because, you know, it can be hard to go from zero to a hundred, right? Like anything, if we haven't been working out and then we say we're going to go seven days a week, it's just not going to happen. So (laughs) it's too overwhelming. Um, And I remember starting with, I think it was one thing a month back in the day because it was just too overwhelming. I was working, I had a baby, you know, so much going on. And so I started with booking a massage once a month. And then I also added in some nature walks and I was working with a coach who helped me set these goals. And I couldn't even believe we could set goals like this at the time. Cause it was so foreign. It was like, what you're allowed to do that. This is amazing. Uh, and it made such a big difference. So just start with wherever you are. If you're not doing it at all, maybe you start with something once a month that you can add in Um, if you're already doing something once a month, maybe it's once a week you can bump up to, and you'll find that it really becomes addictive because it feels so good, you know, and that's how Sabrina and I have made it up to once a day, probably multiple times a day, really, if we think about everything else that we've added in. Right. So, um, because it just feels so good. So yeah, just start with where, wherever you are and with whatever feels good. And I want to point out that it really should be something that's outside of exercising. So exercising for sure plays a part in self-care and self-love and taking care of yourself. But this is really about doing something that you find relaxing. That's yeah. just for you. And, um, Cause I think we can get carried away with the exercising and then think that that's a way to, to practice the self-care. And again, it, it plays a part, but you know, what else can you do that's on top of that? Yeah, no, that's so good. So for our listeners, if they want to track you down, which I know they will, <laughs> where can they, where can they find you? Where do you hang out the most? Is it Instagram or website? Yeah, I would say Instagram and Facebook. You can just look for me under Chris Atley. Um, and I wanted to let everyone know too, I have a new ebook out that you're welcome to access, you know, for free. And it's just, if you go to Chris atley.com backslash power because it's called the power of self-care and it has some more tips in there. It's just a quick read, but some more tips in there on how to get started and you know how to make a practice out of it. So. Mm, So awesome. Well, I will put all of your links to everywhere to track you down and all of your amazing things that you have going on your podcast included. I'll put in the show notes. So if anybody wants to hunt you down. They can find you there. <laughs> they will <laughs> find me. <laughs> they, will, they will be able to find you. Amazing. Um, thank, you. thank you for being here. And thank you for, you know, having this chat today. And thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. And I'm just very Aww. grateful. Thank Thanks you. for having me. That was so much fun. I could talk about self-care all day long. <laughs> Me too, I think, <laughs> but, but yes, alas, we, we must go. <laughs> well, hopefully the mama is listening, you know, got something out of this today and they're going to rush away right now and go do some self-care. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Hey mama, I see you. You're overwhelmed. You're feeling the weight of the invisible mother load. You're tired. 
I'm Sabrina Greer, and I'm a clarity coach and motivational speaker for moms. I can't even begin to tell you how many of my clients say, well, I'm just a mom, insinuating that somehow they have to stop at that. They aren't good enough, strong enough, brave enough, worthy enough for more. Maybe time is your crutch. Money, resources, help. I'm here to tell you that you don't have to pick sides. You can be an amazing mom and live the life of your dreams too. Whether it's a blog, a business, a podcast, that book you've been wanting to write, perhaps you don't even know just yet. This 12-week program will help you discover or reignite your innermost passions and give you a blueprint for stepping into your next level self without jeopardizing your family. Learn how to create and design the life of your dreams in the pockets of time we have amidst the chaos of motherhood. I'm here to tell you, you are more than just a mom. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Sabrina Greer, your host, and you've been listening to You've Got This Mama, the podcast. You can follow us at YGT Mama and join the conversation on Facebook and Instagram to get more information on the stories we share here, our community, our books, or the blog. Head on over to www.ygtmama.com. You can also access the show notes there. If you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your daily listen and subscribe to the tribe. Rate and review this podcast. That helps keep us alive and we deeply value every review. I would like to thank the production team and Megan Krumpetich, our producer, for making this happen. Thank you so much to all of you for giving us your ear. We hope you tune in next week. But in the meantime, please remember, you've got this, Mama.